Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well... That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. The Tunnel to Towers Foundation is building its Do Good Village in Lando Lakes, Florida. It's the first of its kind, a community of 110 homes for the Foundation's program recipients. So together, families can heal. So together, families can help one another. A special place where families know that their neighbors understand and care. Make the Do Good Village the first of many. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number 2, T.org. Hi, everyone. I'm Dr. John White, WebMD's Chief Medical Officer and host of the Spotlight On series from WebMD's Health Discovered podcast. For this special two-part episode, you'll hear up-close and personal journeys about being diagnosed with a rare type of cancer, multiple myeloma. I started in myeloma nearly 25 years ago. And at that time, the average expectation of life in someone with myeloma was maybe one to two years. But even just in this last 10 to 12 years, we have doubled, if not tripled, the average survival of patients. I saw a new patient this week, and we had this conversation that based on what we've done over the last decade, my expectation is that patient's going to live more than 10 years. Listen to Health Discovered on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. What is going on, Belly Up Sports fam? It's your man, Parker Ainsworth, here with another edition of FN Sports, the podcast where teachers grade sports' biggest issues. And today, that issue is kind of about a dress code violation. <laughs> We're going to take some time talking to teachers about their sneakers. For those who don't know or haven't watched me on the Midweek Midrange, I'm a bit of a sneaker head. I currently have about 100 pair of sneakers, uh, just over, just under. It kind of depends on if you're asking while my wife's around. And many of them are stored in boxes behind the desk I record from. I post the shoes I'm wearing at school each day on Instagram on an account called Teach in Kicks 101. That's at T E A C H I N K I C K S 101. Collect a lot of Jordans, Nikes, I have a handful of Adidas, a little bit of everything. I've been a sneakerhead as long as I can remember. My mom has baby pictures of me in Jordan 6s with the soft sole that you can't even walk in. Funny story. For later, I actually got those signed by Michael Jordan one time. But she always promoted that sneakers were an accessory, and so that was a big thing for me as a little, little kid. And as I've gotten older and more into the sneaker culture, sometimes around high school, when I realized that the truth is the rest of your outfit is the accessory to the sneaker. And so sneakers have really taken a centerfold in my wardrobe. If you think I'm crazy or that this is a weird hobby for a teacher to have, I am not alone. Let's hear from some other sneakerhead teachers from around the country I've actually met through my little Instagram side gig of sorts. All right, so here we are joined by a special sneaker-loving teacher uh, at Sneaker Teacher Time on Instagram. Why don't you introduce yourself? Yep, my name is Tim Fleming. I'm uh, I'm from California, now, now living in New Jersey now for the last 15 years. Been a teacher for 12 of those years and just... Uh, of all the tough things that COVID brought about, I got to be honest with you, the one good thing it did is it encouraged me to to be all in on one of my kind of secret passions, and that's shoes. <laughs> you say secret passions, but this Instagram following, it's not so secret. You've got you've got a lot, a lot of kicks on here. Yeah, I mean, it's something that for the longest time, I, I, 
I would go to work and I'd wear like all black Jordans and it would be something that I, I pretended at least my administrators didn't know. Right. I was like, oh, he's wearing work shoes. The students <laughs> would notice it. And then this year with being, you know, virtual for the first six weeks, I started wearing them every day. And then when the kids showed up, I didn't stop wearing them every day. And it's something that's always been in the back of my mind that, you know, it is something I care about for the longest time. I've seen that it connects to teachers. It connects to students. It connects me to different chapters of my life. And so for me, it's just something I decided to run with. I love it. I, I will say, so as, as in my own teaching, someone told me early on in my, my first year as a mentor of sorts was saying, if you be yourself, you're going to reach more kids. And as someone who also likes sneakers, I, the first couple of years, I'm like you. I wore a couple of like a tan canvasy colored stuff. And I was like, I, I don't want to, you know, cause too many waves here. And then at some point, I'm, I was like, screw it. We're wearing the Jordan today. And like <laughs> all the doors went yeah. off, man. Yeah, it was a few years ago. I kind of made like a, a, a joke. I have a great relationship with my principal. And I kind of made a joke about going forward, I'm going to probably wear sneakers. And I was like half joking. And he like awkwardly laughed back at me. But you know what? I fall through with what I said. And as this year has kind of offered us its, its new hurdles, I've decided to like, you got to find like joy and, and something to be happy about in like the littlest of ways. And for me, it's been finally to like give in to like who I truly am. I'd like to think that I, you know, I close my door when I teach because I do think that I offer them Tim Fleming versus like Mr. Fleming, right? I do think right. that I already did that. But, but this was really the year that I decided, you know what? I'm comfortable. I've been teaching 12 years now. Uh, whether it be coaching or, or, or them understanding different walks of my life, I've just decided, you know what, this is another part of me that I don't mind them seeing. And I, I take it, and I don't mean to be sound like I'm stalking you here. I was about to say Mr. Fleming, but Tim, um, I take it you're not the only teacher with kicks at school? Because I noticed like from Spirit Week this week as we record, it, you, you have other buddies also wearing, you're all wearing Travis Scott sneakers for Twin Day. <laughs> Yeah. So those are just super supportive friends. So it's a little bit of both to answer that question. There's a couple of teachers, younger teachers, of course, I, I consider myself a little bit on the more of the veteran or advanced <laughs> in age, but um, some of the younger teachers are definitely more into the sneakers and, and definitely willing to like be all in with me. That, that, that group of those guys that you see in the, my Instagram feed, those are just my really great friends who are incredibly supportive, who've heard me talk and go on and on about shoes, something, no, they don't love so much. But you know what? They love me. So so they, they let me be excited about the things that excite me and they support me in the things that I'm trying. Very, very cool. Always good to have a good supporting cast. I, I got to say, you got some great stuff here. One thing I got to love, Tim, is that you are wearing your sneakers, right? There's just like people will buy them and put them in a box and like put them in a display case to show off to friends and stuff. You're wearing the Travis Scott's. You're wearing the... Uh, you got Concords on in this one. You got Georgetown threes on there. You got Mocha ones on there. You even have the the brand new threes that came out this year. Like the, like you've got real heat on your feet every day. I I like to think that I can understand, empathize, relate with anybody. But for me, I will never understand why I would own a pair that don't immediately go on my foot. <laughs> uh, I I get excited about a new pair of shoes. It's probably why I buy too many because I there's the whole process, the hunt. The, the you know getting it or winning it or chasing it down and then it's showing up and and the whole the whole thing is something that i just love every part of it and yeah like wearing the shoe means i love the shoe so i'll never understand how they can just sit in boxes i can't relate there <laughs> and speaking of sitting in, you, you wear them all the time uh you wear you know a lot of different types of jordans and, and not just jordans i guess but a lot of different types of jordans i noticed I called them the Georgetown threes. And as I'm scrolling through my notes here, I might've misspoken. You're calling them the Nevada threes. Yeah. Yeah. I refuse to budge. I went to Nevada. So the reality is I get it. Those are the Georgetown. If you go on StockX or wherever you want to look it up, but that was a shoe. I actually let pass when it came out because I was thinking, you know what? I have the black cements. I have the white cements. I have a couple other threes. I didn't need it. But then I walked through a store and I saw it. I think I was wearing my Nevada sweatshirt and I just looked, I was like, Oh my goodness, this is like a perfect match. How could I not have these? So, I mean, that's the problem with shoes is you can, I can find the littlest of reason to be like, you know what? These are a must buy for me or a must attain. Uh, oh, I, I absolutely get it. I, I'm sitting here with my wall of the container store box. I don't know where you get your boxes from, but I got my container store boxes yep. behind me as we record. We're going to jump into what we're calling our FN Sports SATs of sorts. Just some questions because uh, I got to ask you as a fellow sneakerhead, 
you know, this this obsession of sports starts when we're a lot younger. Um, I remember I've had, you know, sneakers for a long time. I always joked that my mom started it because I was a boy and she wanted a girl. And so sneakers were the only accessory she could really use, right? Like, so I just had a bunch of sneakers like, as a kid. I remember the first pair I really wanted was this pair of Iversons around the 2000 MVP year. Um, and that was when I, like, first was like pushing my mom to go get them. I think I had things like Barclays. I had things like, but I just like, I remember going out of my way, like, no, no, mom, I want that pair early on. And so my question to you, Tim, is as a student or as a kid, what was your like favorite pair that you remember wanting in your childhood? The black cement Jordan threes. And it wasn't because I wanted them because I was quite young. I was like seven, eight at the time. But my brother, who's seven years older than me, like huge uh, Bulls fan, him and all his friends got them. So how could like a little, you know, seven, eight year old boy not want to be just like his big brother who's out there hooping on the, the, the varsity basketball team. So for me, that's the shoe that like, I think I remember, like you close your eyes and you think of a shoe. That's the first shoe. That's awesome. First of all, it's a great sneaker, a great silhouette all the way across. And like the most classic of colorways too. Black cement on the Jordan, the, the elephant print. That's real, real fun stuff. That shoe for me, I feel like Nike's like laughing at a guy like me because they know they can bring that out five times a year. And I'll be first person in line to buy that thing every single time. <laughs> they, they, I, I, I've already decided. I, I remember it was about two years ago. I wore like my 2001, 2002 pair. And when I was done with the day, I reached down to like pull the shoe off like anybody would. And I ripped the heel right off the shoe. You know, that was when I learned the sad lesson that these shoes, sadly, for as much as they're worth nowadays, right? Yeah. Uh, Sadly, they have expiration dates. So, you know, I I anticipate that means you've got the pair. I think it was 2016 had Nike Air on the back or it was 2017 and Nike Air on the back. I think 2018. But, yeah, I'm going to get them all so they can keep bringing them (laughs) back. And and I'm just going to keep buying them like there's no stopping me with that with that particular Jordan threes for the longest time for the longest time when I like in my younger years where where i that's the sucker silhouette for me that's the one i love the most now i kick it all the way down to like maybe my third favorite today but for the longest time that was the one that was non-negotiable to me that transitions me into my next question uh which is the best jordan silhouette and i noticed you got a lot of jordans on these pictures it's again not exclusive but almost entirely the best jordan silhouette is a the one b the three c the four or D the 11, or I guess E other. Okay. So I'm not, it's the one for me today, you know, today, because it's the one that I feel like it can go with all of my outfits. I can go out with friends and it's the right shoe. If it's a nice place, if it's a casual place, if I'm teaching, it's just so diverse for me. I wear as a teacher, I wear a pant every day. So it's the one that feels best in, in what I wear to work. That being said, for the longest time I was a three person. And as now you see ones everywhere, fours are something that's starting to feel like at least newer for me to be, as I like love the individuality that a shoe can give you. Right. I'm seeing fours being something that like calls my name a couple of times. Well, and the funny thing is, is there's days I would have talked myself into the fours, Tim, because I'm like, oh man, like I'm a bigger guy. I'm a heavier guy. Right. And so a four is a wider bodied shoe. A three is kind of a wider body shoe. Uh, and then it's like, oh, but the one is just so classic. It takes you back to 85. It takes you back to the, the bands came out. Was that 2015, 16, the last time that they came out? Like, every time one of those series comes out, they seem to do one or two a year. Uh, this year, the Hyper Royal, which I noticed you did pick up. Um, mm-hmm. that, w- that was the big one th- so far. Um, I, I was back and forth on this myself. I don't know what I'd go with. Uh, it kind of depends on the day for me, but you seem to track it with different parts of your life. Yeah, I, I also think it's like seasonal. I'm in New Jersey, so it's cold for a long time here, right? So that that's my one shoe. That's what I'm going to wear my one. But like as summer's approaching, I've already started to, to daydream about the threes and fours I'm going to wear because that's the one I wear with my shorts, right? So there's <laughs> or my or or of course, the low ones could come back into the, 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 the rotation once the weather gets a little bit better. But yeah, for me, it's just like the mood I'm in and like what I'm like trying to accomplish, like for me, in terms of like whether I'm trying to like, you know, I use my air quotations here, try to look professional versus or is this just a shoe that like I love this color and and I'm going to wear it today? Well, and I mean, you talked about how virtual learning led into doing this more at school, but I do think there has been a movement where like 
a clean pair of ones, not an unworn pair, but a clean pair of ones can look dressy and classy these days. You don't have to convince me. I mean, this is, <laughs> this is a, you know, teacher talk, right? Where people tease me. Some people tease me. Maybe some people aren't just teasing me. Uh, you will never get me to not see it that way, right? I, I think it's a beautiful shoe. I think it's a dressy shoe, like when, when worn with the right, you know, other parts of your attire, right? <laughs> and so I just think that you'll never convince me that it, that it can't be looked at as an incredibly dressy uh, shoe for all occasions. And you start seeing that as you start seeing like Dior get involved with the brand, right? Oh. So so we're not the only ones that are seeing it. People that, that again, the air quotations <laughs> that have seen this as like a designer or high, high class are starting to see the value in it as well. Completely. Dior does not just casually get involved in things <laughs> yeah exactly um so we talked a lot about jordans and i don't mean to dismiss jordans because that makes up the bulk of my i say collection because it's the the more intriguing parts i got like some workout shoes and stuff but the player with the best signature today because jordan's obviously not playing today uh the player with the best signature today is a lebron b durant c harden D, Paul George, E, Kyrie, or F, other? Okay. So I'm always on the record of like, yes, I wear mostly Jordans, but that's because we're teachers and you have to pick and choose what you can buy. And I can't, I love all shoes. I love all shoes. So I would love to buy all of them, but I have to kind of like narrow my parameters. And so I focus on Jordan. If I had to choose another one from the list that you gave me, LeBron's because I'm a Laker fan and, 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 or you could have put, I could have been a sucker if you put Kobe on that list, because well, for me, I'm just, I'm a Laker fan. I'm, I'm born in Texas, spent most of my life in, in, in California. So the Lakers are always going to be close to home for me. And so I'll go with the LeBron's. Well, and so you're going LeBron right now. Talked about, did you, were you a Kobe's guy back in your more athletic, I say more athletic, you still look yeah. very much in shape, Tim, but in your more athletic days, were you a Kobe's guy or were you still a Jordan's guy? What was it like back then? Still, still, I would say a Jordan's person because for me, like, again, with, with the sports that I played, primarily football, you're talking about I was wearing football cleats. Right. I mean, that, that was the sport that I spent most of my life and track was the other big sport for me. So, so I'm wearing a, you know, a track spike there. So I never got an opportunity to not as much as some others didn't connect the brand of Jordan so much to my individual playing career as much as just how could you not be a child of the 80s and the 90s and not understand that Jordan's the greatest of all time. <laughs> and then being a Laker fan, being from California, Orange County, California, listen, I was blessed to have like my entire, again, adult life being able to watch Kobe. So again, right. like yeah, I'm going to be nostalgic to that to that shoe. Not because I played in it, but because I watched him play in it. This takes me to a completely off. I didn't think about this, but until you're just talking about it, having both played football, the current wave of high school and college football players, Jordan is now a football brand. What do you think about that? As someone who uh, loves the shoe, I love it because it means it's showing up in other places, right? You know, back in the day, you know, you only had the player exclusives only came from the University of Oregon, right? Right. But now I, I get excited about what probably five to 10 years is going to look like from now. Think about how many universities are going to offer like player exclusives for us to get our hands on, right? right? Both in, in terms of like in the retail space, but or the true exclusive that comes from the, the, the player themselves. So for me, in terms of just loving the, the design, the, uh, the rarity, the exclusiveness of a shoe, I'm excited about what's waiting for us down, down the road. I'm also jealous. I got to be honest with you. If I was a desired recruit, I'm going to a, I'm going to a Jordan school. I can promise you that. So it's Oklahoma, it's Florida, Michigan, Carolina. You might have to lower the bar a little bit for me, but yes, whatever one I could get to, I, I would I would sign up for that school in a heartbeat. Well, you said desired. I'm just, I'm just running yeah. with it. Yeah. A true false question here. True or false? A worn pair looks better than a brand new one. True. It means it was it was worn with love. <laughs> well, and you bring up the ones, the most identifiable thing with the guy walking around in a pair of ones from like four or five years ago has got to be that toe box crease, right? Yeah. And, I, and for me, like, it, it's interesting. Someone commented on one of my pictures about, like, I was at my son's baseball game and he commented on the crease that I was making in my university ones. And so here's where I'm a little bit different than your average person. I have never even noticed a crease. Because I only, they're my shoes and I love my shoes. And I, if there's a crease, it just means, man, I must have loved that shoe, right? That, that's how I, 
or, you know, how are you supposed to lace the shoes? Again, not something that's ever really crossed my mind. I, if a kid's playing basketball at school, I'm going to try to jump in that game. So guess what? I lace my shoes because you never know when the game's going to call my name. <laughs> that's <laughs> awesome. Well, and I like that too, because like, so when I, I'm, you know, married now, when I proposed to my wife, I was wearing a pair of fours and I got like a lot of flack for like, there's a big crease in the toe there. And I was like, yeah, <laughs> like it was a big day. I'll take the crease. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Again, that's your story, right? I mean, and that's the other thing that's supposed to exist here. So for me, I look at my shoe collection and I think about the friends that share this passion with me. I think about the generosity that exists in this hobby. So I have like a handful of friends that have just been incredibly like, like, you know, hey, I didn't win the shoe on sneakers, but they knew that it was a shoe I really wanted. So they entered on my behalf. I can go on and on about stories of absolute generosity from my friends when it comes to like the shoes that are in my collection. Well, and that's always really cool when you can get the whole village involved, right? My next question is just a couple fa favorites. What is your favorite pair to wear to school? So that that's a tough one. Because for me, it's, you know, tomorrow is going to be, so I'll give you a little preview here. So tomorrow is going to be like our red out day because that's our school colors. Right. So, and I can't wear to wear my bands from 2011 with the X on the back. It's been 10 years now. And I don't think I've ever seen anybody wear the same, that, that pair before. And that's also fascinating because the X is so identifiable with the retro from 11. That's 10 years old at this point. So even, you know, I think I'm not sure, but like 2016, 17 ish is when they brought them out again. And every time I see the band, I'm excited, right? Because it's, it's right. an important shoe. And I go to look at the back to see if the person has the same pair as me. And I'm like the streak still goes on. I haven't seen it yet. Right. <laughs> so it's one of those it, it's one of those things where I think that that shoe is the color fits for my school. It's the same colors from my high school. So there's like that that colorway is probably something that like sits close to home for me. And so I guess that would be, but you know what? I love wearing all my shoes, but that would be the number one, I guess. Well, and so that kind of takes me, the next question would be your favorite pair to wear to the gym. Like, is there, you said you jump into a game with whatever you got on. So is that kind of the same answer? So for the gym, if I'm going to play in a basketball game, I play in a pair of Jordan one mid uh, hairs. So from okay. like the space jam series, if you're talking about the gym, like to work out, I actually really love wearing my Nigel Sylvester Jordan ones. So I don't know if you know much about that shoe, but it, it was a, a collaboration with a BMX uh, biker, and it, it, it's got this, like, faux scuff all over it. All of, it's, and, like, on the two sides of the toes and along the back. Like, the places, if you wore a pair for three years every day, they'd get scuffed there. It looks like I play kickball in it every day. Yeah. And, and, and it's perfect because it's, it's a great pair of shoes. I love them. I actually want, I want a backup pair when the time comes that I have to retire these. I like wearing them to the gym because they're so fake scuffed up that if I happen to scuff them up or crease them <laughs> or sweat, whatever I want to do on them, it's like just adds to the character of the shoe. So that ends up being like a, my way of wearing a shoe that I air quotations can't mess up, but at the same time feel really confident in. And, and that's a perfect take on it. Cause it's still anyone who sees you from across the gym goes, that guy knows his sneakers, right? Like, like it's still identifiable. Like now we have a connection. I know you like this thing. I like, but like you're saying, any scuff that happens just adds to it, right? Just adds to the aesthetic. 100%. And to what you said about like someone from across the gym or across the space will know what you're wearing. And that's been, I think, the other thing that people don't talk about enough with shoes is there's a community here, right? So, so there's, it's like almost like a line in the sand. People who find joy in this, and that's our community, and those that don't. And that's wonderful also to each his own, right? And it's like such an identifiable thing to know that this is something that people care about. So you get the constant like, hey, nice shoe. And I do it all the time. When I see someone or I see a student, by the way, walk by in a pair of shoes that I envy, I'm the first to tell them that, they, they, that, that I love what, they, what they've done today. All right, Tim, another off-book question because that got me thinking. You've obviously made this connection with kids this year especially, right? Because you're mm -hmm. wearing stuff to school every day and they're seeing it. They're taking notes. Kids notice everything, right? Um, Absolutely. Have there have there been any kids, not like by name, but any kids sneakers that you point like, man, that kid gets the vibe? Anything that jumps off the, out of your memory like that? Oh, absolutely. I mean, and I, absolutely. And I, I will hold back and not use the name, although one definitely comes to mind. But it's not just this year. It's for years. I mean, I even think about the last two years I used I would do like the lunchroom, the cafeteria proctor. And after I would do like my job of making sure that the lunch line runs smoothly, there would be a table of kids that were really into sneakers. And that would be, I would be lying for that table each and every time. 
and just being <laughs> able to talk about the shoes that are out, what's coming out, what we're excited about, what what sorts of releases did we miss on? It's just such it's it's the great equalizer again for those that love it, and for those that don't, then then that's not that's not who you have the conversation with. But for those that do, it's the equalizer. A student and a teacher can connect on an equal level, right? Two other teachers who previously maybe never knew how to connect because they teach, you know, science and I'm a social studies teacher. And, and, and as you know, we very rarely like, like mingle outside of our departments. It becomes this thing that, that connects us. Completely. And and I got to ask about, I was talking about favorites. There's one favorite that I'm assuming you never wear to school or to the gym, but I got to hear the story of pop quiz question here. On whatever day this was a few weeks back, uh, close to a couple months back, you posted the, quote, crown jewel of the collection, and it's a black-toed Jordan 1 with a particular scribble on the back and a big upper deck card in the picture. So tell me, how did you get these signed Jordan 1s, Tim? Yeah, so those I haven't – although I'm not against wearing it because guess what? I'm never going to sell anything. Right. So that's the thing. People want to talk about what this stuff's worth. What's it worth? Not it's worth nothing because they're gonna they're they're if anybody gets it, it's my son someday, right? That's the right. best that that's where it's going. Um, I got those from my dad a couple years ago. My dad, who's always like he's my hero, he's my he's he encourages me in everything that I love and pursue and just has always been the kind of person my whole life where he's never been interested in buying you something practical. He's never wanted to be like, you know what you need is a shed. <laughs> he's wanted to take a look at the things that like that make you happy and he he wants to to be part of that in your life and so those were a gift from my dad a couple of years ago so today tomorrow and and i bet those that 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 gift will be worth a whole lot more to me emotionally you know down the road when my dad's not here anymore well and tim i gotta ask do you display them differently because it's not that it's not like you said you might you could wear them you're never gonna sell them but do you display them differently because they're such a, like a big, like, I don't know, they heartwarming as you look at them? Or is it just go in the box like everything else? No, they're displayed in what, like, if you know, in terms of memorabilia, like what you'd put, like, an autographed helmet in. Gotcha. So I have it in one of, like, those acrylic cases. Beautiful, beautiful. Um, you got a lot of boxes here, Tim. Uh, the question I'm going to ask a couple of you look at sneakers. Do you have any idea, have you counted recently how many you got? So my students ask me all the time, and I always get embarrassed to answer because, no, I have no idea. Here's what I do know. Those cases represent my favorite 48. Gotcha. And then I have a shower that has too many pairs of shoes stacking up in there. I got my garage pile. And then I got the attic, which we probably shouldn't talk about. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. So the big deal is making it into the favorite 48. You pointed out, and again, I'm asking you questions that are off book, so I'm sorry. But I'm having fun here. The Hyper Royal 1 of this year, you listed as your third favorite. Are you keeping track? And what have you liked this year? Yeah, so my top three are the the neutral eighty fives, yeah, the Amaminary threes, and the Hyper Royals. It's only June though, so we got plenty of time for others to join the top three. But but so far through through the first half of twenty twenty one, those three kind of stand stand alone for me. <laughs> well, and consistent. You like ones, and the threes take you back. Um, yeah, very very cool. Well, Tim, I'm gonna let you go. Uh, thank you for stopping by and talking sneakers with the show. As always, it's great to hear about teachers talking about like things outside of just the things we teach, right? Because we do a lot more than just history, or at least I do a lot more than history. You do a lot more than social studies. And uh, anyway, it's great to have you on the show, man. All right. Thank you so much. Take care. And again, folks, that is at Sneaker Teacher Time on Instagram, at Sneaker Teacher Time on Instagram, high school teacher and coach in Jersey. Thanks for stopping by, Tim. All right. Thank you. Okay, Parker, so the thesis statement for this commercial is James Harden has the best beard in sports. What do you think about that thesis statement? Oh, I give it an A. You know, as a Houston guy, we, we seem to have an affinity for our beards between guys like him, Dallas Keiko, lots of big beards in the Houston area. What do you think about the thesis? So I'm a Jets fan, and I absolutely love the beard that Ryan Fitzpatrick has. So maybe I would give Ryan Fitzpatrick the nod over James Harden. But you're talking to a couple of bearded teachers, and we know a thing or two about making sure that you maintain that mane. So check out the beard struggle. The beard struggle, they make oils, they make balms, they even have have this heated comb to make sure that you get your beard straight so that you're looking fresh. I know I've really enjoyed using the oil they make for my quarantine beard of sorts. It's nice and long these days, but it'll <laughs> keep it nice and healthy and hydrated. And if you're listening to our show, you can use FN Sports 15 and get 15% off your oils, your balms, your shampoos, conditioners, whatever you need to use. 
to keep your beard looking healthy. Absolutely. Check out The Beard Struggle at thebeardstruggle.com. Whether you're just starting to grow or you have a luscious mane already, The Beard Struggle's got all the products that you need. The Beard Struggle. Feast your face. All right. right. We are joined here on FN Sports with Mr. G in Miami. Mr. G is found on Instagram at underscore sneaker underscore teacher. How you doing, Mr. G? I'm doing great, man. Good deal, good deal. All right, so first questions first. What sneakers you got on today? <laughs> today I was, um, what was I rocking today? Today, right, right now I got slides on. But earlier today I was rocking uh, the Union 4s, oh. the, the black with the yellow laces or the yeah. newer. Fairly recent pickup, I assume. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, no, last year. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm thinking this is anyway, the last 12 months. Yeah. Right, 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 yeah. Take a second to introduce, introduce yourself. You're a sneaker-loving teacher in the Miami area. Yeah, yeah. I've been I'm a sneakerhead for over 20 years. Um, I just got into the whole Instagram thing recently, over when the pandemic really started. Spent a lot more time on social media. I realized that there's like a whole sneaker community out there. So I decided to start my own Instagram page and kind of start sharing what I've been doing for the last 20 years by myself. <laughs> Very cool. So you say 20 years. I noticed as I scroll through here, You've got an extensive collection. Some of this stuff really not doesn't look necessarily twenty years old. But you've got you know some Air Max ones that you know kind of date you. And I mean, I've been to sort of like fun stuff. Uh, you've got the water spoons. You've got some fun stuff. One pair that jumped out to me as I was scrolling through is you've got a pair of Crazy Eights with some cool customizations on them. Some Adidas with some Brooklyn Nets stuff on. It. All right, I was asking about a pair of Adidas Crazy Eights you had that are Brooklyn Nets custom. Tell me, walk me through those. Oh yeah, well you know what? I'm not gonna lie to you. I don't even remember how I came upon those. One day I was just at finish line, and they just they were there. I, I had never seen a pair of Crazy Eights that were uh, a team themed before, and I just got them, and I think they were even discounted. Uh, so it was just just a happy accident on that one. Um, but yeah, I always liked the, the Crazy Eights. I was always a Kobe fan growing up. I mean, I, who wasn't? So so it was always nice. And when I saw the Crazy Eights there, I hadn't seen them in a while. And Brooklyn Nets team, it was, it was pretty cool. But so you're a Nets guy because you're currently in Miami because you're also a Kobe Bryant fan. But you're a Nets guy. That's your hometown, right? That's the hometown team for however long now. Um, talk me through Nets fandom. Obviously, the last 18 months has been a whole lot different than the previous few years. No, for sure. And and I and I can't claim because I know a lot of people are like, oh, you know, but you weren't there with the... And I wasn't. I'm not going to lie to you and be like, I was a New Jersey Nets fan. I wasn't. <laughs> I jumped over in 2012. So, I mean, I can't, I can't take that. But the last 10 years have been pretty cool. I mean, there was three good years, playoff basketball. Then you had the three dark years after the trade. And yeah, the last 18 months have been pretty awesome. I mean, it, it's I think this is the worst super team ever constructed, not because of uh, the talent, but because, I mean, just haven't been able to enjoy it. I, live, I moved down to Miami in time to watch the big three here in Miami. And man, I mean, I wasn't a Heat fan, but I saw how much fun every Heat fan had. Like when you would go to any bar, Flanagan's anywhere, every regular season game, this place were packed because they were enjoying the highlights. Everybody was enjoying the big three. I haven't had that chance. I mean, it's been fun, don't get me wrong. But it's, it's a lot more fun when you, they're all healthy. And I haven't really had the chance to enjoy that yet. So hopefully soon, but <laughs> who knows? Hopefully soon, especially as I mean, a rough weekend and a lot of fun. That's no fun for anyone, right? No, but I mean, I know we're, we're here to talk sneakers and all, but I, I, can't, I couldn't be any less impressed with the, the Milwaukee Bucks. Like, I thought that they were a lot better, but watching them closely for the last four games, I'm not sure how they're the third seed. Like, I, I don't see anything special from that team. And is that a function of you don't, you're not impressed with scoring? Because I feel like the game well, that yes. Brooklyn won, they scored a whole lot of points in the game Brooklyn lost, they didn't score points. Well, I think it's more because somehow the Milwaukee Bucks was the leading scoring team in the NBA this year. And if, if I'm correct, I believe it's the highest scoring regular season team in history. And I'm not sure how they were putting up 120 points a game. When you watch Giannis get the ball one-on-one, -on -one, that kid looks lost. He doesn't know what to do with the ball unless he has his head down running into the paint. I, I, don't, I just don't get it. Uh, I mean, supposedly they're a great three-point shooting team, and they haven't had it going yet this series. Maybe that's what it is, but... They really haven't. And I think it's interesting, too, because 
you know, and this is not this is the sneakers to go. We'll get to in a second. But it looked like to me the Nets, the team we dogged all. I say we being like United States of America, but like <laughs> all year long, right? And now right. they're holding this team, you know, under 100 points most games. Well, I think the first three they were under 90 points, no? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So like, and then, uh huh. But um, you know, we we dogged the Nets defense for so long, myself included, um, and like then we had a 180 here. <laughs> mm-hmm. I've been surprised, and but you know everybody, like you said, they dogged their defense, especially Kyrie. And Kyrie, at least this year, I mean, I can't speak to him when he was in Cleveland, or even Boston for that for that matter. But since he's been in in, in Brooklyn, I mean, the effort's there. Maybe he'll never be a lockdown defender, but you can't say that he doesn't put forth the effort. James Harden's a different story, maybe, but Kyrie Irving, Kyrie Irving puts forth effort when it comes to defense. So, well, and if you don't mind me asking, where, where are you from? So I'm currently in Dallas. I was born in Houston. Okay. That's why I chuck out James Harden. I was like, oh, okay, okay. But no, and so I'm, I'm currently in Dallas and uh, teaching most school history. And the interesting to me has been watching the Nets this year is they've got a lot of guys that I kind of like because no one else likes them, right? Like, right. No one likes Durant, so that's kind of fun. Well, I, I mean, I also have a, a sports page on Instagram. And you know, I post a lot of Brooklyn Nets stuff. And uh, it's uh, the underscore sixth underscore borough, and that's on on Instagram. And uh, you know, I post a lot of Nets stuff. And when the, the James Harden trade happened, I wasn't happy. You know. Oh yeah. No, I I I I mean, I fed into what the media fed me. You know, because I I just thought it was just pounding the rock for 20 seconds, and then either. Up, you know, step back three or, or dish it off last second and have somebody else bail him out with a, you know, miracle shot. I couldn't have been more wrong. That guy is an absolute baller. One, it's interesting that I've always, you know, that people are like, how do these three ISO guys going to play together? And it's like, they all ISO because they're good at it. They're not actually right. They just, they're really right. <laughs> exactly. Right. And, and, and because they don't, they some in some cases, like James Harden specifically, he feels like he needs to. But when they sign up to play together, they know, like, Okay, that's not gonna fly with these two guys. Like, and I'm signing up for this. Well, and, and that's the other part too. You gotta hope that when they sign up for it, there's some sort of buy-in. Right. right. Um, all right. And so this is a sneaker episode, so I would be, you know, remiss to not talk at all about sneakers. For sure. Um, uh, but talk me through. This is a family business. Uh, you've got not just rare sneakers, but custom sneakers, and a lot of these Brooklyn Nets sneakers have a very special artist in mind. Yes. Yes. My my wife is is the is the the artist behind all those customs um she she had this untapped artistic gift that we just recently discovered over the last year and um you know and we combined her artistic gift with my love for sneakers and we kind of started just doing our thing a couple months ago i mean it hasn't been that long we said uh, she just discovered this uh, this artistic gift that she got uh, just recently she had a rough year she lost both her parents but through grieving Somebody suggested art, and she, she kind of tapped into that to help with the grieving. And Matt, she started sketching on her own, and she became really good really quickly. And around the same time, last summer, I, I ran into an Instagram page of this guy. You know, shout out to this guy. He's tragic. He does really great custom work. And he did. And I was supposed to go to Disney World, and I saw this pair of Toy Story Air Force uh, Air Max 90s he had, and I really wanted them. <laughs> so I uh, so I asked him for the price, and his price was a bit high. And I was like, I can't, you know, I can't put that much money into a pair of sneakers that I'm gonna wear one time. So I looked at him and I showed my wife, and she's like, you can probably make those yourself. And I was like, I probably can't, but I'll try. So I went and I tried. And although it wasn't the best, it was decent. But then she said that she would, you know, help me fix it up. And, you know, once she got her hands on it, I was like, okay, we got something here. And then um, I told her about an, uh, an idea I had for some Coogee sneakers. The, 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 I don't know if you remember those Brooklyn Nets Coogee uh, jerseys yeah, that they had. The Biggie Small Sweater. Right, yeah. So I was like, I've always wanted to do this on a sneaker. And she's like, let me take a crack at it. And then she did it. I loved them. And then from there, I was like, you know what? Let's try this and let's try that. And, and it kind of took off from there. Well, she's, she's really talented. So I want to make sure she really shouts out. Yes. And, and, uh, and, you know, she has her own art page that she started this year also it's uh y-a-d-e yare underscore granada and she does awesome work also so she just put out a pair of wu-tang shoes that she sent out yesterday 
um, that they came out pretty pretty awesome also. The pair that's in your story, I'm sorry, I had to record this one. Oh, yes, 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 that's right, yes, yes, yeah. Um, all right, so we're going to ask some questions, and the way we do it on the show is it's called, you know, the SAT. There's not really any right or wrong answer, it's just a way to ask some questions. Um, <laughs> Sounds good. Mr. Dean, my first question to you is, as a student, my favorite pair was blank. So what was the favorite pair of yours when you were a kid first getting into this? Uh, well, the, the shoe that, unfortunately, I wasn't able to buy any sneakers until I was, I think, in 11th grade. Um, because we were below the poverty line when I was younger, uh, a kid. But the ki the shoe that I always wanted, that made me fall in love with sneakers, which I think is is the story for a lot of people my age, is the Concord Elevens. Yeah, yeah. I had my older cousin show up to my house once, and we were playing basketball, um, you know, on the sidewalk, on those you know those crates that you spit up on the on the light posts. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And man, he was shooting lights out and he would just point to his shoes. And I don't know, I was like nine years old and I was like, you know what, it must be the shoes. And, <laughs> and, and I just fell in love with those shoes and I didn't get them until 2018. So I was about to say, at some point, and I don't know when, you, you have gotten the dream shoes, but you've seen it, it matches well with net shorts. Yes, 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 but it took me over 20 years to get them. I, I never wanted to pay resale for them. I was like, eventually I'll get them. And, and I got them, I got them with the 45 in the back. And, in 2018 when they re-released and, and that was once I got that I kind of felt like if I stop buying sneakers now uh, I'm good because this was the like the sneaker that I've always wanted and I got it for retail and everything so it was cool very cool and that's a, that's a cool story to it too like the abs to the hustle basket right this was like yeah. a pair you really really wanted for a long time right and I refused to pay and I don't know why because I've paid I've, I've paid resale for some other shoes but that one I was like I'm not going to pay resale for this one this one I, I just need to get whenever it drops again and I did well, I'm not, not going to ask the price tag. You've got some shoes on here that would hit the market, the resale market high. What's a, what's a pair that comes to mind and be like, I, I resell whatever they cost, I had to get those. I've, I've never gone too crazy with it, but the most, I think, was the Black Toe Union Ones. And um, I just, I don't know why I felt like I had to have them. And it, you know what it was also that I got the, was it the Blue Storm, is that what they call them? The, the Union ones? I got those first and I regretted it afterwards. And I was like, I should have gotten the Black Toes. And I waited long enough where I ended up having to pay more than I should have, but. <laughs> we won't talk about the numbers, but I, I right. got that pair. Uh, I spent a lot of money and I don't know why I did that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like at the end of the day, you ended up with a good looking pair. That was definitely it. Uh, second question. The best, you get a lot of Jordan, not just Jordan, you get Adidas and Nike, you know, Kyrie's and stuff like that. The, but the best looking Jordan silhouette is A, the 1, B, the 3, C, the 4, D, the 11, or E, other. Um, you know what, up until the, and, and it's, it's probably recency bias, but I always used to think it was the 11. I always thought the 11 was the greatest, but over the last, I don't know, four or five years. I don't know if it's because it's just been in my face so much, but I feel like the ones have taken over. And I, I just I just love that, that that silhouette. I mean, they just recently had to uh, to trademark it, right? There was like a day or two ago that they had to trademark it because, yeah, yeah. It, because I mean, it, it's, it's that silhouette is just so perfect that people are putting other things other than the Nike check on it and it's still selling because that silhouette is just so classic. Um, so I, I have to say, just space off of that, the, the one, but the 11 all my life is just a, a shoe that I've always been obsessed with. So real talking, don't be afraid here. Um, is that because you've recently hooped a lot less? I feel like the 11 is more of one you can actually hoop in. Right, and the one you're not going to play a ball in, no, for sure. Yeah. The, the last, well, I mean, the last time I played ball was before the pandemic. I was in a, a rec league, and I just used to play with Kyrie's. Yeah. You got a lot of Kyrie's on here. Is that, was that a pre-Nets thing or is that one? That was, you know what? And it's funny you asked that because my favorite shoes outside of Jordans were always KD's and Kyrie's. So it was, it, it just kind of, I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing that they ended up being like on my team now because it kind of makes me want to buy even more of their stuff. But, um, but yeah, that. I have plenty of Katie's and Kyrie's from, from before they were Brooklyn Nets. Well, that, that segues me well into my next question. The player with the best signature sneaker today is 
A. LeBron, B. Durant, C. Hardy, D. Paul George, E. Kyrie, F. Other. It seems like you're between two of these guys. Right. At one point, I think it was LeBron when he was at doing the, the LeBron 7, 8, and 9s. I think after the, like it, it, I think it went south after a while. Um, I'd have to go with Kyrie's. Uh, I think um, aesthetically, I think Kyrie's, for me, I think, I think they're better. But comfort-wise, I, I can't get more comfortable than KD's. So, so my favorite with KD is the four. You've got one of the coolest fours, I think, on the Instagram page. The nerfs? Well, oh, the weather, the weatherman. Okay. And they're, they're green and yellow and orange, and I know they're not weatherman in relation to Seattle, but it ties me to Seattle in my head, right? That well, I, I, th I think that was, I think that's, that's a, that, well, I guess because he was playing for the Thunder, I guess. But, um, but yes, yes, those are pretty awesome. And then the Nerf also, the, the Nerf, those are really nice yeah, also. I, I'm sorry, I'm pulling those up as I'm scrolling through your page. <laughs> I don't mean to be stalking you. No, 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 not at all. <laughs> um, the, and then I, then I, you also the blue and red uh, Nets Kyrie's with a little bit of artwork on the back, right? That pairs very, very well with the Nets jerseys and it's a cool red, white, blue colorway. And I'm sure Fourth of July is going to pair those out in the wild. They both make cool sneakers. It's just the, the current Kyrie's is what you're saying versus older Kevin Durant. Yes. Yeah, I love that KD4. Love the KD4. So the next question is a true or false question. Uh, this is when I ask a lot of sneakerheads. True or false? A worn-in pair looks better than a brand new one. You know what? I, I know that that's like like a thing right now, and people like to like get a brand new shoe and distress it for some reason. I, I my favorite thing is to have a crispy pair of shoes. So you don't want all the wrinkles in the one toe box? No, no, no. I, I, I'm not. No, no. I've I've never been that guy. I keep my shoes in my box, and then when I'm done with them, I take a brush to them, put them back in the shoe box. I, the only pair that I have that I feel look a little better with and maybe it's because they already come with the yellow sole a little bit is the 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 Travis Scott ones I feel like they were, they were pre-yellowed and if they get beat up a little bit they don't look too bad it's that brown I don't know something about that brown I think if, if if it would get a little beat up it wouldn't look too bad but other than that I like my shoes pretty pretty clean well, and you keep them pretty clean, so I got to point out that is that a is there a regimen you got? Is it like I'm only gonna wear these, you know, once, no more than once a month? You got a lot of pairs, so I'm sure the rotation keeps itself pretty fresh. Yeah, for the most part, I try to keep a rotation going. I try not to wear my shoes too often. I mean, but I have a lot of pairs to choose from, so that's that's usually not an issue for me. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair um, enough. Um, are you you are you you a Miami guy? Miami guy? Uh, yeah, a pair of University of Miami, Miami Air Force, Air Force ones. ones. Um, they look pristine they look in these pictures. In these I don't know that I've seen, seen one with you with them on necessarily. Well, those yeah, those aren't mine. My wife made those for someone else. Uh, actually, that was the first pair that somebody gave us to practice. I don't know if if it has the date on on the on the picture. But whatever that date was, that was the first time we decided to. We were we were we were talking to one of our friends that uh, that knew we were starting to customize shoes, and um, and we told him, you know, I mean, I already have enough shoes in my house. It's kind of hard to start buying shoes just to practice on. So we asked him if he had any pairs that we could work on, and he gave us some of his old Air Force Ones. And he said, you know, just do whatever you want with them, make them UM themed, and you know, just give them back to me whenever you're done. And that's what we did. So, so talk to me. You said you already had a lot of pair. Do you have any idea how many you got? Um, all right. So I was at uh, over 150 a couple of years ago. Dang. All right. All right. And then um, I want to say two, three years ago or so, I decided to start selling some on eBay. And I want to sell, say I sold close to 100 pairs. And then obviously and then restocked. Obviously. Right. Yeah. And, yeah, and then I, I eventually, so I'm, I'm still. I'm still over a hundred, but yeah, yeah, I had to. Uh, I, I let go of a lot of stuff and stuff that I regret getting rid of now. There's the one that like, got away that, that you're like, man, I shouldn't have, have done that. Well, I mean, the most recent one is the flu game twelves. Uh, I think I just posted a picture of them like a day or two ago because the anniversary passed by, and I was like, man, you know what? I forget how special these were. Um, so there are a couple that I wish I wouldn't. But you know what got me into selling them? In 2019. Yeah, in 2019, the 20, uh, the, the Red 11s were going to drop in December. And, um, you know, I was still rocking my, my 11s from 2001. So I was like, you know, I don't have to get the 2019 ones. So I start, I went to work one day. And I'm walking through the hallway, right, because I'm, I'm in a school. I'm walking through the hallway, and next thing I know, I, I lift my foot, and the sole completely comes off. 
and 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 you won't believe me that I, I start like uh, sliding my foot back because I have an office, so I started sliding my right foot back to my office to figure out what I'm gonna do. And as I'm doing that and taking regular steps with my left foot, the left one comes off. I I, I don't know how they held tough for 18 years, and they both gave out on me on the same exact day within like minutes. And and that and that's what happened. That was rough. That's that was rough. rough. So nice. when that happened, I was like, you know what? I mean, what's the point of me having these shoes for 20 years if they're eventually going to fall apart on me? Let me just sell everything that I have that's over 15 years old. I went on eBay, and everything that I had from like 2003, 2004 to like 2008 or so, I sold just about everything. And, um, and like I said, I, I kind of regret it now. But yeah, that, that's why I went and I just completely just got rid of everything. So all the stuff that I had from those years, it's all gone. Well, and, well, and there's some there's aspects, some aspects that it's that like, like get rid of the past, you know, because you, you want new pair. pair. You're always going to want to wear a new pair. You save yourself, you, you, yourself you like the, 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 the new pair. The clean look, right. Super worn out. Super worn out. Um, do you have a favorite, you talk about this one breaking the hallway. Do you have a favorite pair to wear to school? To wear to school? Um... I wouldn't say I have a favorite pair to wear to school, but I will say that um, the one that always gets the students' attentions is the Travis Scott ones. As soon as I walk into to, to anywhere with those, the kids are all like, oh, my God, do you see what he's wearing? And, you know, and, and so those, I guess, because even if people that aren't, you know, sneakerheads, they recognize those shoes. I guess because Travis Scott's so popular right now or whatnot, and, and just the shoe itself. So so I wouldn't say that this one that's my favorite, but that one's definitely the one that when I wear it, I get the most attention for sure. And so like when, you're, like, talking when you're talking to kids in the hallway, hallway like, 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 like there's some like, kids there's some that definitely, kids get, definitely the vibe, get the vibe, some kids, some kids that just know that these these got good shoes Right. Like without, I don't want you to give the kid's name away on the air or whatever, but there's a certain kid that comes to mind, like that kid wore this one thing to school that one day. You know, like, man, that's, man, that's what you said, like, we both knew what was up. No, no, no. And you'd be, uh, there, there have been students that come up to me and they tell me, you know, like, you know, I'm a sneakerhead. And they start asking me questions about my sneakers. But no, there isn't any, that one student that I can say that I share, like, a bond over sneakers with or anything. No. And you know what? And actually, none of my students even know about my Instagram page. <laughs> that might be, that you might know. Be, you know it's a very it's wholesome, a very wholesome Instagram, Instagram page. It's you and sneakers and your kids. Right. There's nothing wrong with that. That's just funny that you're keeping your Nah, yeah, I just, I don't know. I just I just feel like I should just keep those two things. And if they were to discover, I don't know if if you were to look through my feed, you could see my face maybe on like two pictures in that entire Instagram social media page. But for the most part, I, I've, I've never wanted to put my face out there just because, I, I don't know, I just don't want these kids to, to find me on social media. Right, right, right. <laughs> right. And then there was one picture that I posted just because you know, my wife just caught it and I kinda liked it. And it was like I think it was wearing the the Sean Weatherspoons. And I was like, Man, I kinda like this picture, so I'm gonna post it anyway. And then I thought like, man, we should take it off. But I think that might be that one and maybe one other one. I don't know. Maybe another one slipped in there. But for the most part, yeah, you won't see my face on that page. And frankly, the water is one of my favorites too, right? Because they're, they're like super funky. Yes. Well, I feel like at some point, once you have a large collection, you just want different. Like, there's only so many black and red shoes I can collect. <laughs> my wife and I like the one that comes with all the time, but I agree. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah. uh, my second my question second on question what your on favorite, favorite pairs are is, are is you mentioned you like the hoop and it's been a while since COVID, but mm -hmm. you like the hoop and the Kyrie. Is there a favorite Kyrie, the hoop and your favorite? The four. The Kyrie four, I feel, is the most comfortable shoe I've ever played ball in. The Kyrie four. Mm -hmm. Because it's got the most stability and light. It, 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 has, it, has, it has, to me, it has the best cushion. I'm, uh, I, I just, I don't know, I just, I just feel, the five, I felt like was, I understand the concept of Kyrie, you know, he, him and his, his, his feet, the way they turn, so he needs to, to, I just feel like they're way too tight. But the four is just, it's just the perfect support on my ankle and the cushioning. I just, I just love, for everyday leisure, I'd rather a Kevin Durant shoe with the full length zoom, 
But the Kyrie for me when I'm playing ball, I I think the Kyrie is is just my favorite. One, his one, his are certain. You know, both and I cook for basketball. Yes. I don't know if it's because he's at a because he's flashy. Right. Right. It's his play style now, which has got a big move from the side, a big move the way. You've got, you got both types both of the Spongebob that I noticed on here. you got some you got custom. custom. I have the whole Spongebob collection. you got all you got the Spongebob. All the Spongebob. Yeah. Are the Spongebob your favorite or what's your favorite of the Kyrie colorway? My favorite Kyrie shoe ever, I wasn't a big fan of the silhouette, but the Kyrie 3, Mamba Mentality, the one that had that the Chinese word or lettering on the sides with the Bruce Lee stri with the, the stripes, that shoe, I just thought that it was, it was just so nicely done. That That's one of my favorite shoes. Um, even though I wasn't a big fan of the Kyrie 3 itself, but that shoe, I thought that was, it was beautifully done. One, it ties really well, well to the most, the most recent Kobe, 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 Kobe release kind of reminds us all. But that Kobe, Kobe, Kobe the five that had the mom, the mom, the slash, the slash, the yellow with the red stripes and those kinds of things. Yes, and I, I considered going after them, but I was like, they're so similar to the Kyrie 3 that I ended up going for the white pair instead, the alternate Bruce Lee's, and I ended up uh, landing those, surprisingly, because on Sneakers Ave, it's very difficult to land on things, but yeah. <laughs> the Sneakers Ave, Sneakers Ave, Yes, yes. I, I have a running joke on Twitter, Twitter that's like, like, I, I, I enter it every, every couple of days, days, and I almost, I almost, I almost win every day. I don't have enough to count what. what. Um, yeah, well, yeah, I know, and I'm going to be going after those ambush dunks tomorrow, so we'll see how that goes. <laughs> well, uh, the ambush dunks are cool. I'm wondering, I almost want to feel how it has to look just coming off the side. Yes, I know. I'm really curious about also, I'm passed up on the white and black pair because I feel like I have white and black sneakers everywhere. But these these royal blues they 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 they're talking to me so so I'm gonna try for them. Speaking of talking to you, tell people where you got multiple pages Tell people where they can find you and those kinds of things. Think you're a fun guy talking to me. Make sure I'm Well, sneaker wise, it's you know that that's my newest page. I started that right when the pandemic started in April, and that's underscore sneaker underscore teacher. I mean, it's just you know just post my stuff and it's weird because i didn't realize that this like the instagram sneaker thing was like a real thing like uh, i didn't realize that, that there's people that like literally are getting sponsored by companies because just because they share pictures of their sneakers i think it's really crazy it's, it's, it's weird too because i did it just as a hobby text or text or one another right and i was like oh it's just i'm just gonna post my instagram and also find me whatever and like it's like it's like a lot of people doing things every day it's weird because uh I didn't. I'm. I'm. I'm in a weird position because I've, I might be one of the few sneakerheads who doesn't have any sneakerhead friends. So like I've been doing this literally by myself, like all my life. Like I collect them. I kind of just wear them to myself. I, I like I've done it for the love of the sneaker. But like I would go camp out by myself. I'd go and you know those camp out days are done. But back when it was, I used to like. So like I never had like sneakerhead friends and. Um, and then seeing that there's like a whole world out there of just sneakerheads, it's, it's really cool. Right, right, yeah. And I have uh, the sixth borough, which is the underscore sixth, S I X T H, and then underscore borough, B O R O U G H. That one I've been doing for a few years just because I'm obsessed with sports. Uh, I live, breathe, and eat sports, unfortunately. Especially since my teams all suck, but um, but yeah. Well, well I don't know. The I don't know. The suck if they stay healthy. What? Well, well, up up until this year, up until I finally got something to look forward to. So. And then, and then I, will I will say it's interesting. interesting. I know the last, I know the last decade, decade has been rough in the game, but life has not always. <laughs> no, no, yeah. Well, thank God I'm not. Thank God my dad took me to Yankee Stadium when I was a kid. I say that all the time because if I would have been a Mets fan, this would just be a disaster. Friends, that is another edition of F in sports hope y'all enjoyed kicking it with us today sneakers are always a great time <laughs> they really they really are a big hobby of mine uh, thanks to our guest tim fleming can be found at at sneaker teacher time on instagram mr g and his nets fandom can be found at underscore sneaker underscore teacher on instagram and you can find my kicks on instagram at at teach in kicks 101 as for my non-sneaker self you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Painsworth512. That's P-A-I-N-S-W-O-R-T-H-512, all one word on Twitter. 
and Instagram. You can find my written work on bellyupsports.com. I also host the Midweek Midrange, a weekly basketball show, live on YouTube and Twitter on Wednesday nights at 9 o'clock Eastern. So be sure to check out the basketball crew and myself out there. Never be afraid to pull up. You can find all things about this show at at FNSports2 on Twitter. That's at F-I-N-S-P-U-R-T-S, the number two, all one word on Twitter, and Instagram at F underscore N underscore sports. Be sure to like, subscribe, download, and do all the wonderful things that help out the podcast. And when it comes to sports, don't flunk with us. Later, guys. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is, so they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready.